welcome to the welcome to another episode of Explo- of the Exploring uh, Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative, uh, creative, creative, keep it curious. I'm your host Simon Martinez, and I'm very pleased to have uh, Juan Diego and Valeria Centurion uh, uh, on the uh, Exploring Art Podcast. Okay, I'm going to start with the biographical details of this author. Vincent van Gogh was a Dutch painter born in March 28, 1853 in Netherlands. His family was made of a six brother, he's been the oldest one, and his parents. His father was Theodorus van Gogh, was the minister of his church, and his mother, Anna Cornelia Carventus, an artist. Van Gogh was not a love child since his mother rejected him from birth, and he was not a child prodigy who created great drawings from a young age. On the contrary, he was not until he was 16 that he somehow entered the artistic world since he started as an apprentice in Goupil and Co. in the age which was where his uncle used to work. Due to being surrounded by art, he began to have a taste for Rembrandt in Friends House. We could say these were his first influences in that artistic work. His interest began when he was surrounded by art. He attended museums, learned English, German, and French. However, in 1873, he was transferred to London, where at the age of 20, he fell in love with, he fell in love and proposed to a London girl who rejected him, for which he felt very angry. After seven years working in this company, he was fired. He worked as a language teacher and tried to be a minister like his dad. In 1877, he worked as a bookseller and studied theology with the aim of now entering evangelism, but was rejected by the church for the second time. Devastated by everything that happened to him, he began to work as a miner in which he went through a lot of suffering. Until this time, he had not actually made any paintings, he was fired from the mining and in 1879, due to a spiritual crisis, he gave away, away all his belongings. During this bad moment that he was going through was when he began his artistic career in 1880. Since he had the idea of bringing consolidation to humanity through art. His career was as an artist was very short, lasting only 10 years, between 1880 and 1890. It was at the age of 28 that he created his first oil painting. His love life continued to be a catastrophe. He fell in love with another woman who also rejected him, and then with a prostitute, but his family did not allow him to be next to this woman. 
Since he began his artistic career, the first four years, he dedicated himself to acquiring technical competence using drawings and watercolors. He studied drawing art at the Brussels Academy. So in 1881, he became fixated on his work based on nature. In 1882, he was introduced to working with oil painting. Between 1884 and 1885, he left school to isolate himself and focus more on his connection with nature, which also focused on criticism after watching a film about coal mining region of France. During the during his isolation, he discovered his style, colors, and portraits made by him. He was inspired by artists such as Paolo Veronese, Eugene Delacroix, and Peter Paul Rubens. He discovered Impressionism through Japanese printing. In 1886, he joined Tio in Paris where he met and was inspired by artists such as Henri de Toulouse-Lautrec, Paul Gauguet, Camille Pissarro, George Farad, artists of Impressionism. Between 1886 and 1888 was when Van Gogh had already created his unique style, using pure colors, light colors, and the pointillistic technique. After two years living in Paris, Van Gogh got tired of the city, so he preferred to go out into nature, creating a more spontaneous, instinctive, and individualistic style. In 1888, he carried out working with Gauguet, where during an argument, Van Gogh ended, ended up cutting off his own ear. It was from then on what it was believed that he had some mental problems. Because of this, in 1889, he was admitted into a rehabilitation center and was allowed to paint while under medical supervision. He spent 12 months in there between humor changes, attacks, and hallucinations, his sadness increased. He realized that his inspiration depend, depended on direct observation, so he created more calm paintings. Returning to his house, he went to visit his brother one last time. Since due to loneliness and internal struggles, he shot himself and died two days later on July 29, 1890, in France. While Van Gogh was living in Arles, a city in the south of France, in 1888, it is known that he frequented a cafe and for various reasons created a portrait of this place the ugliest painting according to him, which is called the Night Cafe, which is actually considered one of the masterpieces and one of the Van Gogh's most famous paintings. Created in 1888, 
In this painting, we can see the interior of a cafe with a curtain in the back that leads to private rooms, five customers sitting, sitting at tables along the walls and awaited in white clothing standing in the center of the room where there is also a pool table, bottles and glasses of liquors on the tables. And now Juan will give a better explanation of what this painting wants to express and its meaning. Hello everyone. Um, so I was tasked to an analyze visually the night cafe. And at first glance, um, basically this painting provides a very beautiful color uh, for a canvas. And despite the fact that Van Gogh uh, said and thought this was his most uh, ugliest painting he has ever done, there, there is a lot of symbolism and such an emotional impact um, on this work. Um, first of all, um, you can see how prominent, rhythmic, uh, and vivid the colors are in this painting. The color choice that he had uh, denotes like a sense of like uncertainty and uh, tension. Basically, it gives the audience that see the, see this painting this sense of emotion and solace. But also, you can see the equilibrium and harmony while you can see the people around, uh, kind of of this bar. So, most of the colors portray uh portray a meaning behind it. Uh, the green uh, provides a visual like reprieve and it's positive for the viewer. So it's not on, only like dark colors. Um, another note that I had, it's the how Van Gogh master, masterfully portrays this busy, uh, busy cafe and the great symbolism it has behind it. The symbolism in the night cafe it's more of a introspective side of a appearance of this cafe. It's an unusual social aspect he decided to paint, but the images illustrate this quiet sort of a wandering um, in his thoughts and also like desperation and solitude. So it's a great painting and it has a, a lot of meaning behind it. Secondly, um, while examining the night cafe, which he said it was one of his ugliest paintings, I uh, came out with a context um, of why like maybe this happened to him or his explanation behind this. And basically referring to this uh, painting, Van Gogh was famously, famously uh, not mad, but not satisfied because he was mostly known for his, for his emotional intensity. And well, as Valeria said, his personal battles with mental illnesses. And this can be seen portrayed in the cafe since many of uh, these current day historians classifies this famous painting as something beautiful that has to do with problems and whatever was going through uh, the painter at the time. 
Um, but it does bring out one of the most uh, visually uh, beautiful aspects of Van Gogh's paintings. That's why I don't think it's an ugly painting. Um, you can see the typical colors, swirls, and the eerie scene that he has. Also disturbing, but that's some of his artwork. So while exploring the diversity of the Night Cafe, I saw uh, many art critics and from artists, scholars, and many different viewpoints uh, regarding this painting's aesthetic merit. And it has to be said that subjectively, this painting, it's rather complicated and it's pretty complex to understand. But every time we come to value our work, um, immediately we can we cannot understand the artist's um, thoughts or meaning behind it. But however, we can evaluate their own uh, creations rather by their history and their because history has a tremendous significance in their paintings and in their artistic intentions. Basically, the knowledge of his creation, it's an insight to encourage not to only portray the motives or whatever he was going through, but it shapes a background and a great uh, background to interpret artwork in general. So I think after this, many people understood and saw how important it's to value and examine artwork and yeah lastly um it's the diversity of opinions that sorry the relationship between artists intentions and their work and maybe how the audience will respond to them and well basically on the night cafe so the Night Cafe uh, is a painting, as I said, which brought up a lot of art critics and scholars behind it because of its aesthetic and weird um, looks. But ideally, one strong point to support this value that Van Gogh had while doing this great painting at the end of the day it's the colors, the choice of colors he uses, and basically the brushwork, which is something pretty, um, pretty essential to him. Well, you can see most of his paintings. He can uh, he uses a lot of his um, own brushwork, and it's a, always in an ordinary way, which I think it's pretty cool because it catches the eyes, and it's something you you don't see as often. Um, I read how this uh, portrays, and it did portray his emotional depth and his tension, and basically everything that works, uh, everything that during the work of this painting it generated to him. Because always, it's not always um, relaxing to paint, but to him, he took it to an extent because he used it, uses his emotions. You can see this in colors like the rich yellows the greens, the, the reds, also deepest blues. All of this creates a uh, meaning behind the painting and what basically he was feeling at the time. These kind of interpretations um, are hard 
to to look at but if you carefully pay attention to the painting this triggers many emotional uh emotional responses within the viewer it depends how extent and how the your knowledge you have on art but you can always feel differently than any other people or person when you're looking at, at such a masterpiece but of course there's going to be critics and others criticize the painting aesthetically by referring to its non kind of a non-traditional style with this brushwork and lack of ethical proudness they argue it's uh the disproportionate size the painting has it's not very proportionate and you, you can tell by the looks of the uh, people in the cafe the pool table nothing's like really proportionate but most of the critics came from its theme with basically contents that the theme is dark gloomy and in contrary to many of his paintings which were notorious by showing the beauty and the beauty of his brushwork that he it's known for um lastly um our host simon will finish up with the artist and versus the audience response about this painting yeah, I'd like to add those two points, which is the uh, artistic revolution and the uh, revelation of uh, a revaluation of ugliness. Um, so, uh, for example, the Nine Cafe signifies um, uh, Van Gogh's artistic evolution as an artist. Um, it shows his experimentation and how how far he's willing to go with experiment experimentation when it goes uh, as far as it comes to color, um, distorted perspectives, and expressive brushstrokes. Um, this, uh, I would say that this separation from his traditional representation reflects his, almost reflects his willing, his willingness to push not only his, uh, uh, boundaries as a, as a, as an artist, but push his own creative and imaginary, uh, uh, boundaries as a human being. Um, this also contributes, it contributes to his understanding or our understanding of, of his journey and as an artist and, um, and it marks and it marks almost like a phase of where he changes himself and it's almost like a phase of innovation as an artist when it comes to him. And then we have the reevaluation of ugliness, which is um, honestly the uh, deliberate, the, it's almost a deliberate choice of, um, of ugliness, which means um, it, it challenges conventional, uh, what we're used to being, what we're used to um, looking at as beautiful. Um, we have other examples that, for example, like uh, Hassel's Cubist movement, and which disrupts traditional aesthetics, um, and not only in art, but um, in other types of um, uh, societal norms. And um, but in contem and, and, uh, contemporary art, it, it uses the it uses unsettling images uh, to prompt the viewers to confront. Um, you know, a, a, to confront almost something that's not normal, you know, that's not normal at all, or, you know, something that may, they might view as ugly. Um, but, you know, then you actually look past it and you see what they're trying to do, what they're trying to innovate with. And then um, this helps to innovate, to emphasize almost the art's power to provoke um, this type of, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, almost like a type of di emotion in the diversity that they're trying to come up with, 
um, because it's not easy to do what they're doing. You know, it's not easy to break norms like that. It's not easy to break uh, the norm of what we normally consider as beautiful because there's a chance that um, it might backfire on them and then, you know, and it could, um, you know, not make them, you know, the person that they are, that they were, that they could turn out to be. And then, yeah, so I think that's all we have for tonight. Um, I want to thank you guys for joining me today, um, Juan Diego and Valeria. Um, I really appreciate it. And this concludes our Exploring Art podcast. Um, uh, you can subscribe to the Exploring Art podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon. Remember to stay curious. Bye. Thank you. We're good. Thank you.